Blog Talk Radio. Way down among Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You can't get cherry soda, cause they've got to fill that quota. And the way things are, I'll bet they never will. They've got a zillion tons of coffee in Brazil. No tea. Or tomato juice, you'll see No potato juice Cause the planners down in Santa's All say no, no, no The politician's daughter Was accused of drinking water And was fined the great big $50 bill They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil Like a percolator Her perfume was made right on the grill Why they could percolate the ocean in Brazil And when their ham and eggs need savor Coffee ketchup gives them flavor Coffee pickles way outsell the dill Why they put coffee in the coffee in Brazil No tea No tomato juice You'll see, no potato juice The planters down in Santa's all say no, no, no So you led to the local color Serving coffee with a crawler Duncan doesn't take a lot of skill They've got an awful lot of coffee An awful lot of coffee Man, they got a gang of coffee in Brazil Welcome, everybody. Hi, I'm Jory. I'm the Coffee Psychic, your host. And tonight, we are going to have an amazing show. Uh, for all of you guys that normally join in, welcome back. And uh, I just want to say, I'm so excited about tonight's show. I know this gentleman personally. He's an amazing man. His, uh, it's uh, Mr. Bruce Hart. And I am calling him the love expert. That's right, you guys. He he feels to me like a love expert. This gentleman wrote a book, and um, gosh, I don't know how else to say it. I know I know Bruce has um, written things, uh, all these beautiful things on blogs and stuff like this. And to hear him speak about women <clears throat> and um, and just just love and relationships, I'm I'm really thrilled to have him on the show. 
Now, you guys know that this is a psychic show, okay? People can call in for a free psychic question. But you also can ask Bruce, like, say if there's something going on in your relationship, I think uh, we'll have to ask Bruce, Bruce if he's okay with you guys asking him a question, and then he can explain it to you. And I hope there's a lot of guys calling in tonight so uh, they can get Bruce's perception on love and, and honoring women. And, and girls, if you guys don't feel like a goddess by the time we're done with the show, I don't know where you're going to. Bruce wrote a book in honor of women, your weekly guide to living well through women's wisdom. Uh, by Bruce Hart. It's it's like a pocket-sized book. It's a, um, oh, God, it's got meditations. or, uh, or I'm going to bring Bruce on so Bruce can explain to you guys. Uh, he can tell you everything about this book. He can tell you everything about him. So let's get Bruce on here. And uh, hang on one second. I hope. I hope there we are. Hang on one second there. Bruce, are you there? I'm here. I thought I almost lost you. How are you doing? I'm feeling good. Great, great. Hey, you know, I I did call you the love expert. I have to because I've known you for quite a while. You're very uh you're an amazing person, Bruce. You're definitely an amazing person. And I know many people love and respect you. And um, you sent me your book. We've been talking about this for quite a while. And I've kind of been through this whole waiting and waiting for this amazing book to be uh, published. And it finally has happened. And I really want to let people know about it. And um, thank you for being on the show tonight. It's my privilege. Yes, mine as well. So, you know, just to let some people know, a little bit about you, Bruce. Um, how, you know, you're definitely, I mean, the name of the book is In Honor of Women. And and I really get that from you, that you very much do honor uh, not just women, but, uh, you know, just, each, I mean, you honor each and every woman. And um, can you tell us how you how you really got into this or what started this for you? You've got an amazing story in the beginning about a chiropractic appointment. Can you tell us what happened, Bruce? Uh, Actually, prior to that, what I'd like to say is it probably started when I was about five or six years old. When I actually, when I connected all the way back, when I had my first little girlfriend or, you know, as a young five or six-year-old and one of the girls in the neighborhood, I kind of uh, was kind of sweet on her. So when I look through my whole life, it's always been a disconnection with women and the power of women, but I didn't fully realize it until about 1994 when I had this amazing experience being at the chiropractor. Now, prior to that experience, I've done a lot of programs about life and things that bring forth or bring up these revelations, insights, or experiences. I don't know what triggered the experience, and I was at a chiropractor that um, you know, they just don't crack on the bench. You lay on the bench for half an hour, go into different positions and things, maybe as long as an hour. So I'm on the chiropractic bench, and all of a sudden I had the experience of being back in the womb. Now, I know mm-hmm. I wasn't in the womb, but I was literally transformed back into the womb. And at that point, I literally heard myself say, I live my life in honor of women. And it was wow. a very moving, a very moving experience. There was tears. It was very moving. 
And um, so at that point, I realized the power of women and went beyond words. And out of that experience, I really saw that all men's success and failure to to reach the highest levels of life, you have to be in strong connection with women. Men never actually lose that connection, even though men leave the womb, they're always psychically tethered to the womb. So anyways, does out of that experience. The, does it come into that thing where all great men, behind every great man is a great woman? Is it something like that, Bruce? Oh, absolutely. Actually, through time, there's all kinds of sayings that say that. But unless you've, not, if, unless you've had, fully had the experience of that, you don't actually realize the full power of women. I don't think most women are in touch with their full power and most men are not in touch with the full power of women. Mhm. Mhm. Agreed. Agreed. So, so anyways, out of that out then. Go ahead. Yeah, out of that experience, it, the experience was a singular experience, but then out of that experience intermittently there were other experiences that happened over about a month or so that were connected me to all all my relationships with women, how I interacted, where I failed, where I succeeded, and I kind of got to the the core of my relationship with women. Okay. So did that explain to you, did it have anything to do with that little girl when you were five years old, or...? Well, it's actually all connected because I could look back through my whole history from the time when I was very young to to my present, the present time, or at the present time at the time I had this experience, which was March of 1994. Mm-hmm. But my connection with, uh, and somebody once said this, I didn't say this particular thing, but I know it, a man's life is based on two things. His mission or purpose, that can change over time, and his relationship with women that never changes is a constant. And I really realized my power and my success and the quality of my life was determined by my relationship with women and how I treated them. Mm-hmm. So this was a very powerful experience, and that was kind of the starting point that brought this book forward. Beautiful. Well, in honor of women, your weekly guide to living well through women's wisdom, um, just that in and of itself really shows, uh, you know, should should have every woman sitting there really feeling quite honored, and getting this book would have them feel feel quite honored. So um, I, I want to read a little bit here uh, from the first part of your book. For women to speak to themselves and to the world, uh, quote, I gave birth to the world in all its glory, beauty, and love. I gave birth to men to be the heroes and builders of the world. I am a goddess. I have always been a goddess, and I will always be a goddess. I am everything. What I deserve is everything. They're heroes, and they are here to love, honor, cherish, and adore me. And when they do, I will bless and heal them with my radiance. And this is in honor of all women. Did you write that, Bruce, or where did that come from? That thing? I wrote that. I wrote it maybe God, six years ago or so I've got to tell ago. you, I, I have to question, hang on a second, I have to question if you are not, um, 
you know I'm a psychic and I'm a trans channeler and I'm a medium. And, and I want to tell people about you, um, and I did give your, get your permission to say this. Um, you're a retired police officer of 30 years, so believe me, you are a very strong, powerful man. And, um, well, actually, actually, I was a police officer, to be exact, for 35 years, three months, and 18 days. Wow, wow. So, I mean, you know the rough world out there. You know, you know how tough it is. And I've got to tell you, you know, in some instances, you've got some men that have such a, I don't know, a, a, a big ego, not a strong ego, uh, but a big ego where they, they really don't comprehend you know, the differences here with honoring women. There are a lot of people that in certain relationships that want to control women versus honor and respect and have a mutually exclusive, equal uh, relationship of, uh, of love and honor. Um, and so I just want to say that there are a lot of men out there that don't, and then there are a lot of men that do. And and I hope uh, for all of those men, the men are the heroes. I love you guys being heroes, Bruce. I love it. And and to hear somebody like this, like you, and and, and speaking, you know, I am a goddess. I am the goddess. Gosh, I almost wonder if you weren't channeling some of this energy from the goddess energy out in the universe. Did you ever think about that? Yes, I actually have. Uh, you know, anything that's sayable may, or most things that are sayable have already been said in many different ways, shapes, and forms. And I think we all have a connection to the the intelligence of the universe, however you want to uh, define it. So I think we all have access to it. So wherever this came from, I mean, I made it up consciously, but I mean, where did it come from? That's a very big possibility. I also want to yeah. say that no matter. I also want to say no matter who a man is, unless he treats women correctly, he's not a man, and he's actually eviscerating his own manhood. I consider myself to be an alpha male. I was a wrestling champion in high school. Went to the state mm-hmm. twice. I was a weightlifter, and when I was 26, was bench pressing about 400 pounds and cleaning jerking 350. Wow. So I've done all of the male stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. That's part of being a man. But unless you treat women properly, uh, you're not going to win. I mean, actually, there's a balance. Actually, in any relationship, it's either both people win or both people lose. There's not a winner and a loser. Well, wait, I'm on that page. I'm on that page. (laughs) I want to read this. Love is always a blessing, even if it comes with problems, which we all have that. Come on, let's face it. You, You continue to write, if a woman wins, a man wins. If she doesn't win, nobody wins. That's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. I, I cannot imagine a relationship where where the man is really honoring the woman um, so much, and and you know equally um, vice versa, but where you don't have each other winning, where you don't have this fantastic relationship of friendship, love, and honor, and. Um, you know, I've invited people uh, tonight to call in and ask you if they have a question going on in their relationship, if there's something that you can identify. I mean, I'm I'm open to um, helping the people with their psychic questions as well. But would you mind if somebody brings up a question about their love life, if you can identify something, if they explain, if they explain it to you, can you identify what might be going on there? Sure. Just uh, have somebody call in and I'll... We'll see what we can do. All right. Well, we'll see what's going on here. So, Bruce, what else can you tell us about your um, 
your journey down this path. Is there is there one particular woman that you can say, wow, this person really uh, helped me on this path, or or there are several? Well, there's, there's been several. I really don't want to bring up any names per se, but sure. several women that I've uh, been in a relationship with have really been, it's actually a cumulative thing over time. And in the situation where I wasn't winning with women or I lost a particular situation, that was actually what gave me the impetus to move on. Because men, by their nature, and that's innate within all men, men are about winning or losing. There's nothing else. So in in seeing that I'd made some mistakes or seeing that I lost in the particular situation, that spurred me on to find the answer to the man-woman game and... Uh, when I when I had this realization in 1994, uh, and I realized that I'd lived my life in honor of women, whether I realized it or not, uh, that I needed to pursue this. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, hopefully, I mean, you've got amazing words of wisdom here, and I I got your book in the mail, and I was going like, oh my god. So this is a good one. Um, so, this, so I'm going to say this. A man does not know real love until he has been brought to his knees in reverence by a woman. And then um, then you added, God created the world, and then she created a woman in her own image. So going back to spirituality and some of our beliefs around, um, you know, uh, creation and God, goddess, uh, are, you, are you really more apt to believe that um, God is a female god versus a male god, which a lot of people have believed that for a very long time. Um, well, actually, female energy is the world. Women, the world, and all those things are synonymous. So female energy is the world, and women energetically control the world, and that comes out of biology because of the fact that women, uh, because of giving birth because of having had the, the, the power of transmission so they can attract men so we will have the world populated, uh, women energetically transmit energy and men respond to or receive energy. So given that example, women energetically control the world because they put out energy and men pick it up. So for instance... Uh, my ex-wife, who I'm in, on good terms with, I'm actually on good terms with all the major women in my life. Or I left on good terms, and I still maintain good terms. When my ex-wife was living in when my ex-wife was living in Australia, uh, she's back now, but she's living there for about 12 years. If something was wrong, I could feel it. So women transmit energy, and, tr- and energy transcends time and space. So it doesn't matter whether it's five miles, ten miles, whatever. So a woman, when she energetically connects with her man, if she's unhappy and the man's wherever he's at, he knows something's wrong. He may not always articulate it or connect it to that, but women have the power of transmission. Therefore, it gives them the kind of like women are the puppet masters in life and men are the puppets. Not saying that men are weak because men are not weak, but women have that energetic power and control. Beautiful. So listen, we're going to go to a couple callers now. And I want to let everyone know, please remember, I have to take first come, first serve on the calls. 
Um, you can ask me a second question, but please, you know, this is a this is a show about love tonight, you guys. And if there's a question that you can ask Bruce about what does it sound like is going on in your relationship, um, we're going to do that. And let's go to the first caller. Um, hello, caller. Hello. Who is this? And where are you calling from? Hi, this is Nicole. I'm calling from Calumet City, Illinois. Hi, Nicole. Hi. Okay. Well, you so know, I really don't have, have a. I really don't have a love question. I really have a question about um, a job I recently interviewed for yesterday, and I was just wondering if you saw the outcome for that. Okay. All right. Let me let me take a quick peek here. I'll pour the coffee for you real quick, and we'll see which way the coffee is going for you. And we always wish you the best of luck on this especially around our jobs, for sure. Yes. Now, i got to tell you, the coffee is going backwards a little bit. Uh, it feels like you left the job very well. It feels like the um, the meeting was good, but are there competitors uh, vying for this job, Nicole? Well, they said they're going to do some more interviews, so I'm just trying to see what the outcome is. You see me okay. getting the job. I- well, I, I think there's going to be um, other people that are going to be um, being interviewed. It looks a little stressful on this right now. Um, but it feels like there's good energy around their company. So I think one of the things that I would do here is um, I would go ahead and give them a call and uh, possibly see how things are looking. And... Um, yeah, don't, in other words, don't lose contact with this company, whether you get this job right now or get a job there uh, later. This company truly does feel very good for you. So that's, that's what it looks like to me. There's good possibilities for this job, but I see other people trying to get this job too. So I would definitely uh, don't let go of this company because if you don't get it this time, it feels like you're still supposed to uh, get a job at that company. All right, thanks for that call, Nicole. Okay, let's see who we have next online. Hello, caller. Hi, thank you. My name is Wendy from Sacramento. Okay, Wendy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, I'm feeling kind of blue because I need to secure um, long-time employment, and I've got 15 years' experience in the medical vision insurance world, and Mm -hmm. I had applied at a medical insurance company, um, it was Blue Cross, and for two months I could see that I was under hiring manager review, and today I finally got the news that I was not selected, so I'm feeling kind of low, and um, do you see me finding employment soon, and will it last me several years? Um, It does feel... It does feel like you will be finding employment reasonably soon. And I'm not sure if it's going to be, uh, I don't know if it's going to be uh, lasting a long time. But what I will tell you, Wendy, is you're supposed to be going through a transitionary period in your life right now. I'm not sure if you're going to be able to do semi-retirement, but it almost feels like that somehow. Well, I can't afford that. Well, well, it says you. 
says you right now. You don't know what tomorrow brings, ma'am. Are you currently in a relationship? No. Okay. So what I want to say to you is you don't know what tomorrow brings. I see a big uh, a J in your coffee, and I see a big S in your coffee. And uh-huh. um, you know you know the book The Secret, right, on how you can meditate and visualize what you want to manifest? I've heard of it. Okay, check that book out again because maybe doing some of those techniques might help you bring in the kind of job in which you don't have to work full-time but that you'll still make enough money where you could occur to be kind of semi-retired. And also, um, are you have you ever thought about writing a book? I've thought about illustrating books. Okay, so that and, might and be yes, the thing I that have, I'm picking up on you. Okay. And I'm currently sharing an apartment with my sister. So if I get a good part-time job with a solid company, then I could make uh-huh. ends meet, you know, yeah. with maybe 30 hours a week. That would be good. Yeah. I see you getting something, and I see you being able to relax and kick back where it doesn't occur to be like a 40-hour-a-week job. Will it be and, with and a, what I would, a well-known the, A well-known company, I'm not sure about that, but that does that does seem to ring a bell. But I would I would keep putting your resumes out there, uh, and then I I really think I'd look at that illustration uh, part of your business because I think that's gonna I think that might be one of the things that might pay off for you, Wendy. Um, so you guys remember we've got a lot of callers tonight, and I want to make sure that I get to everybody. Um, so Wendy, please give us feedback and let us know what happens. All right. So Bruce, if you if there are some women who are having some hard times in their relationships right now, what are some of the um what are some of the um tidbits that you could tell them? Well, number one, women a woman's attractiveness and her ability to succeed in the world depends mainly on her appetite, her desire for what she wants. Uh, women need to be selfish, which is not a bad thing, because when a woman is selfish and fulfilled, then she has a power and energy to generate uh, success for the people around her, because women are like, women are, women are mother nature, so women absorb all this energy. They take in, they get what they want, and then they process it back out. So a woman's attractiveness as a woman is not dependent on how on necessarily on what she looks like, but it's her appetite for what she wants in life. Men don't want a woman that doesn't have any appetite. For instance, you could have an average okay. woman who had a, you could have an average woman with a tremendous appetite, an average looking woman who men would be going crazy over, and you could have a woman who's a ten by whatever rating system, and men might not even look at her. So a woman's wow. Selfishness, a woman's desire for what she wants. I'll give you an example. When Princess Diana died in what 1991, I think was it, something like that. Yeah. When Princess Diana died, within a week, Mother Teresa died. Now, Mother Teresa did great things in the world, but she didn't have a big appetite as a woman. So, in essence, she was a great humanitarian, but she was a failure as a woman. 
So when Mother Teresa died and Princess Diane died within the same week, people didn't even care about Mother Teresa. They were going crazy over Princess Diana. They were weeping. They were having, you know, all types of uh, things to honor her. And ten years later, they were they were having, you know, they're having honoring. Uh, ten years after Princess Diana's death, they were honoring Princess Diana, Mother Teresa, who. So even though Mother Teresa was a great humanitarian, she didn't have a big appetite for like a woman needs to. Princess Diana did, and there's the proof right there. When I when I saw that, when I remember that happening, I knew exactly what was going on at that point. That so was, was kind that of was an amazing time, and they were saying that Princess Diana and Mother Teresa were friends, by the way. Uh, they had come to oh, that's that, well, yeah. But actually, Princess. Now, Princess Diana only did a couple sound bites for charity, uh, and Mother Teresa spent her whole life in humanitarian work attempting to save the world. Yeah. But when it came, when push came to shove, because of her appetite, Diana's appetite, they were grieving over Diana and not Mother Teresa. Well, I, I, I feel I really get that women are the caretakers and the mothers and the nurturers of the world. And uh, a lot of women love taking care of people and children and men, you know, oh, which well, is... Um, yeah, well, women in the world are synonymous. Women are the world. Female energy yes. is the world. It's Mother Nature. Amen. All right, well, let's see who we have next online here. <laughs> Hello, caller. Uh, uh, can you give me your name and where are you calling from? Hi, it's Kathy from Upstate New York. Hey, Kathy, how you doing? Oh, good. How are you, Joanne? I'm actually Great, glad Bruce thanks. is on because I feel like maybe this is why I was supposed to call. But I'm kind of, I've been single for a while, but I've been okay. dating. And there is somebody, like, I met him in May, but I feel like I don't know if I'm, like, if I should just continue on because I kind of get bored, like, He's not making the effort, but I have, so I don't know what to do when, like, do you, like, because I feel like I've now have decided to be selfish and want what I want, but when do you decide that maybe he's not interested and you should just move on? Bruce, what do you say? Uh, If a man loves you, if a man's interested in you, a man will just about do anything a man in love will lay down in front of the in front of a moving train. Men will just about do anything. Men are far crazier in love than women are. I don't know what your relationship with this man is. Uh, he may like you. Uh, he may have I don't know what level of affection he has. But the point is, if a man really cares for you, he'll just about do anything to be with you, and for sure he'll want to please you, because men are programmed to produce. Men are producers in the world. Women are consumers. So he will be producing for you, whether it's taking you out to dinner, whatever he's doing. And you, you can feel that uh, his desire for you. So as I said, the way a woman wins in a relationship, and I'm giving you just my opinion, mm-hmm. but I think it's borne out in reality, a woman needs to be with a man who loves her more than she loves him. That's how a woman wins. If a woman's with a man who doesn't love her, I don't care how good he treats her. If a man's with a woman who doesn't love her, he's losing. 
if a if a woman's with a man who loves her, but she loves him more, still in my opinion, a losing situation. So you need to be with a man who loves you more than you know loves you more than you love he loves you more than you love him. Right. And that, that's that's really a winning formula. So this man might be very nice. He yeah, he's pleasant. very nice, but <laughs> he's not making and, any efforts, and, I guess. So it sounds like that movie, he's not really, he's just not really that into you. Uh, yeah. That's a possibility, it's, right? It's pop. I mean, like, I feel like I do more of the effort, but then, like, when I just decide that, I'm like, all right, he's not putting in effort, then all of a sudden he starts to put the effort in, but... Like, we haven't gone out on a date yet. I've asked, but he hasn't. He's like, all right, and then he doesn't. He hasn't. And there's only so many times you can ask a guy. Right, right. Well, <laughs> well, Kathy, I want to say keep your options open right now, honey. Yeah. I wanted to put okay. one more thing. I wanted to put one more ahead, thing in. Uh, in a relationship between a man and a woman, uh, a man needs to do more for you than you do for him because he has to bring forth his male energy to complement your female energy. A man has to step forward and do things so that you can rest comfortably in your female energy and feel your womanhood. He has to be the man and you need to be the woman yeah. to have that balance. If you're doing more for him, remove over into the other realm, you push him out of his masculine energy into his feminine energy and you energetically become the man. Right. See, when, when, when women mm. take care of men, it, it just doesn't work, really. Or in my opinion, it doesn't work because it weakens the man and uh, masculinizes a woman. Okay. Wow. Does that make Very sense? Beautifully. Yeah, it does Beautiful. make sense. All right. Thanks well, Kathy, for... let us know what happens, all right? I will. Thanks, Jurian. All right, honey. Good luck. Good luck. Bruce, Good luck. we love you already. We love you already. <laughs> All right, let's see who's next in line here. Hello, caller. Who is this and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Tamika. I'm calling from New York. Hi, Tamika. What's going on, honey? Hi, I just wanted to know. My birthday is coming up um, on September the 3rd, and I just wanted to know if you see anything for me in the love department as far as relationship with children and marriage and anything like that. Well, you've got to call up next week when our astrologer, uh, Master David Gunning, is on the show. <laughs> I will. I will. You have to do that. Well, let me yeah. take a peek here, honey. I'll take a peek here. All right. Well, I do say this, too. I see a man around you that kind of snaps his fingers, and I don't know if this guy is a gambler, uh, but I see some guy that looks kind of fast, and he snaps his fingers. He's a good looker. He's a good looker for sure, uh, but I'm not sure that uh, this is going to be a keeper for you. That's what I want to tell you. And, I mean, this guy has got to be as, uh, oh, my God, like drop-dead gorgeous, handsome. But uh, And I don't know if this if I'm describing somebody that already sounds like you know him, but I'll tell you what, he looks, uh, he looks selfish. He looks very narcissistic, not controlling, but selfish into himself. Do you understand? Yes. And uh, do you have a daughter already? No, I want. I don't have any kids. Oh, yet. you'll have her, honey. Oh no, she's she's coming. She's on her way. Beautiful, amazing little girl. Beautiful eyes. 
I'm not sure if your I'm not sure if your daughter's going to have blue eyes or gold eyes, but holy mackerel, people are going to be staring at that little girl's eyes. She's so beautiful. Oh. So beautiful. When? Well, let me know what happens, but I think you're going to have a real hot-looking man, um, but I don't think he's going to be the perfect partner cuz you've been listening to Bruce tonight, right? Yeah. And and make sure, you know, like Bruce is uh, sharing with you, um it's going to be important, like this guy that I see around you is going to be very happy if you wait on him and serve him, and then where does that leave you? Right. I mean, may, I don't know if you're talking about someone I met in, like, May, and we got involved briefly, and I haven't heard from him. His name is Aris, and um, he's gone now. I don't know. He's probably going to come back around. He's very good-looking, tall, Greek, really blue eyes, very good-looking. But he was oh like my. that. Well, if he's got so, if he's got the blue eyes, and if I'm seeing blue eyes on your daughter, you better, um, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Be careful. Yeah. But so he you, won't stay you, around. So you seeing me and he him would, going that far, or are you seeing me with someone else? I'm going just that far? saying. I'm just saying. If I'm seeing your daughter with blue eyes, and this man has blue eyes, I'd say um, best be careful, ma'am. Oh. Because he won't stay around, for sure. I don't want that. And if he does, it won't be in a way that you'll be happy with it. Yeah, I really okay. don't want that. I want to, yeah, I want to be happy. I don't want that. Like, I was hoping for something, like, committed and, like, love. Oh, you'll get that, too, though. You'll get that, too. But, again, remember, uh, next week, Master Dave Gunning is going to be on the show with us uh, doing the astrology readings, and that's when uh, I would say call back, okay? See what Dave says, mm-hmm. too. All right, honey. All right. Have a great night. Good hearing from you. And I uh, look forward to talking to you again next week. All right. All right, well, let's see who we have next online here. Hello, caller. Uh, your name and where are you calling from? Hello, Joanne. This is Esther. Esther, get out of town. How are you? I am really good. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. Hey, how do you oh. how do you love um how do you love our wonderful guest, our love expert? This is uh, Mr. Bruce I, Hart. You know, Mr. Mr. Hart, I think you are fabulous. Thank you. We needed the. Uh, I think a lot of us callers needed to hear that. Thank you very much. You're for welcome. Telling us. Um, I know that probably next year I'll probably find somebody. But, Joriette, I had a, a a question for you. Uh, I'm okay. getting my thyroid check. It's a CT scan. Uh, okay. Do you think he'll find it? It's an ears, nose, and throat doctor. His name is Dr. Tate. Do you think he'll find the problem next Tuesday when I go in? Well, I'm hearing that he's a good doctor. I like this man. I believe you do have some problems. I, I think it is thyroid-related, Esther. I could be wrong, but I think it is. It is. Yeah, I mean, you should have a problem there. You should, because to me, when I feel your thyroid, it feels a little swollen. Yes. And, um, but I think you guys, I think you're going to find the problem and find the solution. He's a good man. I I think you're going to get it fixed, and I'm not, I'm not so worried about you. I mean, you're not walking out the door from this problem, so that's a good deal. Oh, I'm not walking. Okay, great, because it's been a long time yeah. coming. But I, yeah. But I have an MRI schedule. Should I just go ahead and do both, or just wait for Dr. Tate? 
uh, repeat the state the question to me again. I'm sorry. Should I go here? There's an MRI scheduled, so should I just wait for Dr. Tate to do see if he'll do the CT on the thyroid next week, or should I do the MRI also? Should I do both? I think both is appropriate. I should do that. Yeah. Dorian is okay. so nice. And I, I just will feel be all Huh? All right, honey. Look, at I feel all this love from the world coming at you. And, again, I want to take all of our listeners and ask all of our listeners, uh, please send all of this loving, healing energy toward Esther. And we ask all of the healing uh, spirits and all the Reiki masters to send you and bless you with all this healing energy as well, Esther. And I ask that in God's oh, name. Oh, God bless Father, you, baby. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. You betcha. I love you. Bye-bye. Big, big hug, Esther. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Remember, you guys, uh, energy is, healing is energy. Um, Our prayers are energy. If you know somebody that needs prayers, when you pray for them, it's just not something that you're sending out as a thought. You're actually sending energy, light energy, over to that person's body to help them heal. So anytime you hear about somebody being sick, say a prayer and send it. Visualize it impacting their body, and I, I promise you it impacts them. So and just like just like you, Bruce, you know, we're talking about love. We're talking about energy. You know, goddess energy. Bruce, you know that when somebody is honoring, when you're honoring each other, you feel that energy. You feel it coming to you. You feel you feel yourself being surrounded. Even like you said, you said if a woman is being upset, the man can feel it. And it's it's just like anything else. It's energy. We put it out. If your your feelings are there, you're feeling it, you're being impacted, send a prayer as well. It's the same it's the same idea. All right, we're absolutely. gonna we're gonna grab another it is, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean it's it's like this. Have you ever been thinking about somebody and you're suddenly, it's, they're crossing your mind, they're crossing your mind, they're crossing your mind, and suddenly they call. How's that happen? Because we're thinking about each other. And so you want to make sure you're thinking loving thoughts, so you're thinking positive thoughts, because they're picking it up. Okay, I'm going to grab this other, this next caller here, who's been waiting quite a while. Hello, caller. Who are you and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Cindy. I'm calling from California. Hi, Cindy. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you both? Great, great. What can we do for you, Cindy? Um, I know I've asked you this question before. I asked about kids the last time. I called in and basically asked if you see me having kids, and you said yes. And I yes. was curious if maybe you knew when or maybe... A time frame? <laughs> it kind of feels like two children, and it feels before five years is up. That's what I was feeling. Um, I have a question for, um, I'm so sorry, sir, I forgot your name already. <laughs> Bruce. You can just say Bruce. the love expert. The love expert. Um, <laughs> you, were, you were saying earlier that the the men should be, doing more for us, correct? Um, yes, because, because the balance lies in men are 
the people who men create. Men are uh, about winning and producing. Men are producers by nature in life. And women basically are consumers. So a, a woman's ability to consume drives a man's ability to produce. Uh, that being said, the, 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 the women with the biggest appetites have the most successful men. Women's ability to request and to get what they want drives their men to higher levels of reduction. And that's number one. Number two, because men are the produce, because of the balance between male and female energy, uh, for a man to be in his male energy, he's out there doing, producing, and creating in the world, especially for the woman he loves. And if a woman takes over the male role and has the man she's taking care of him, it reduces the polarities and has the have, have, has you take on more female energy, I mean more male energy, and the man take on more female energy. So it knocks things out of balance. Right. Wow. Because I... I feel like I I tend to do that where I like I guess take control and try to do everything and I'm learning to stop that and maybe let him take care of me more but I don't know how to encourage him to do that because um, sometimes I feel like I do all all the caring all the and lately I've been been feeling a little better about it but. I have for so long sometimes feel like I don't get enough of that caring side. I know he loves me like crazy. Like I've never met another man love me the way he does. Like he really loves me and he's, he's going to stay by me for the rest of my life. But sometimes I feel like, God, it's hard to explain. Like, like we're somewhat complacent sometimes. Um, like, you know, you just come home from a long day and, sit around or like the caring side for each other I feel like we lack sometimes and maybe it's just because we're, we're very very busy people um, but and I kind of so felt Bruce, like I just got lost right now what can to encourage her sweetheart to step up to the plate Bruce well I was just going to I was waiting for her <laughs> I was waiting for her to finish um, well, number one, you have to find something that you – it has to be honest. You can't, you can't BS men because they pick it up real quickly. So find something about him or a number of things about him you admire, like he's big yeah. and strong and he can massage your shoulders, or something that you admire about him. And then compliment him on that and ask him to do something. So it's, uh, it's encouraging him to step more up to the plate and be a man and if you can acknowledge him and, uh, and for what you admire in him, it will probably bring more of the masculine energy out of him. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It makes complete sense. Um, yeah, so, Bruce, women, women, so men, men, are, men are men want to be respected and admired. Women are totally different. They want to be cherished and adored. Two different energies. So male energy wants to be respected. Respected and admired. Men want to be so respected and admired, and women want to be what? Say that again. Cherished and adored. I love it. And it's true, girls. It's true. <laughs> All right. Let's see. We have a next online here. Hello, caller. Um, what's your name and where are you calling from? Hello. 
All right. What we find sometimes, Bruce, is that sometimes some people want to call in and listen to the show. Um, so let's see who we have next here. Hello? Hello, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello, my name is Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Welcome to the show. Um, I'm calling. I have recently gotten into a relationship with someone, and I want to see what you can see about it. Okay. So you, did you want to ask Bruce a question or you just want to ask, ask me to um, a This is a kind of different there. relationship, so I'm not sure if this is in his book. Okay. <laughs> well, you're saying getting involved in a relationship. So is this a uh, is this a love relationship? Yes. Okay. But it's a, it's right. another female. I'm a female, and she's a female. Oh, I got it. Okay, there you go. So, well, you know what I wonder? I wonder with Bruce if that still has if it still would have the same qualities. Yeah, some um, of his things are are making a lot of sense about the cherish and adore, like we do that with each other, both of us. Well, here, here's okay. here's the thing: it doesn't matter what the nature of the relationship, whether it's woman to woman, man to man, or male male to female. Which person in the relationship carries the most masculine energy, and which in the relationship carries the most female energy? Uh, that's hard to say because I'm a Gemini, so I slide back and forth between the two. What I really want to know kind of from Jorianne is, is she in this relationship because she generally wants to, like, have a relationship or does she just like like the sexual nature of the relationship? Well, what I can tell you is this, Jennifer. Your partner has a tendency of getting bored. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you at this time? Um. Not not right now, but yeah, I gotta keep it spicy, so I, I kind of understand. <laughs> that's correct. That's correct, and I think that that way uh, it's um, it's for all of us in relationships. You want to do not become complacent, um, right? Which was said a little while ago, but to sit here and to be uh, fully aware all the time of what's going on in the relationship and how can you guys build it. So what I see with you guys in a love relationship is there might be some boredom that might settle in, and if that happens, dun dun dun, you know, okay, doomsday. Mm-hmm. I mean that that could be a real problem. I feel a so really strong probably. energetic connection to her though, and our I did a tarot thing, and someone, the tarot lady said that she was my soulmate, but it didn't work out in a previous life. So I kind of understand that it may not work out in this life as well. You know. Yes, but why? Why do I see California so strongly around you, Jennifer? I visited there over like January, maybe earlier this year. Okay, good. Well, there might be something going on with you with California later on in your life as well. So remember, I said that. Okay. 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 So make sure the one thing I can tell you is make sure you really that you guys both have your conversations when you need to, and. And make sure that you go ahead and, uh, like you said, keep it spiced up, and that's really going to uh, give life to your relationship, honey. All right, all right, thanks for the call. And, Jennifer, please call back and let us know what happens. We really appreciate that feedback. All right, let's see who's next online. Hello, caller? Jorianne, it's Jay calling from Canada. It's great to talk to you again. 
Great show. Hey, how are you? Hello. Great. How about you? Hey, I'm great. I'm great. So, do you have a question for our love expert tonight, Jay? Yeah, Bruce, it's great to talk to you. Uh, my question is regarding a guy who is okay. actually spiritual, looking for a spiritual relationship, but also is, you talk about male and feminine energies between the sexes. What if the guy actually, you know, em, you know, kind of like is acknowledging that he has a feminine side, like myself, right, as part yeah. of the engagement into a relationship? How does that actually you know, you got. Are you gonna? You have. You have. For me, I. I have to find one that is actually matched in that way. Otherwise, I won't be able to be happy. I just wonder what your thoughts about that. The feminine energy for a guy. Uh, this question's for me. Okay, so you have a relationship uh, with a man. Is that what you're saying right now? No. What I'm saying is that I'm a spiritual guy, and I've. Acknowledge my feminine side of myself, a male. So how does that work with another person of the opposite sex? Okay, with in in what you're talking about in terms of honoring and the goddess energy of the woman. Okay, Okay, so you're so you're heterosexual and you're looking for a female, right, Jay? Well, for sure. And I just wondered about the because you said the male male energy. For a guy and, and female energy, but what about the male and female energy for a guy in a in a relationship? Well, I'll, I'll address that. Both men and women have both female and male energy. Some men have more female energy than male energy, and some females have more. There's a basically a balance. We both have both energies. There's nothing wrong with you acknowledging or being in touch with the female energy, but in a relationship, too much of that will offset the balance unless you're with a woman who is more masculine. So the point is there's plenty of spiritual people uh, who have great relationships, but if you get too spiritual and too much into your feelings and emotions, women say they want that, but they don't really want too much of that. So the thing is you can do your spiritual stuff. Don't bring it a lot of, don't bring too much female energy into your relationship with a woman because that in a way will could actually shut down the relationship. One reason women like bad boys, at least temporarily, is because they bring forth a lot of male energy, a lot of macho. It might be a temporary thing. It could be a longer thing. But people sometimes that are too spiritual tend to, men especially, tend to bring forth too much of their, uh, their spiritual female energy into a relationship. And that in my view, knocks off the balance. The other thing I was going to mention, not referring to you, but this whole thing, it does, men who are gay or women who, well, men who are gay need female energy as much as uh, heterosexual men because if you notice, a lot of gay men have, they have either have modeling agencies or they're in touch with a lot of uh, female energy, so men, regardless of sexual orientation, need female uh, energy to inspire them to their highest level of function. But anyways, in answering your question, so that's great. Do your spiritual stuff. I've done all kinds of spiritual stuff, but don't bring it too much into the relationship as far as your female energy, because that will offset off the energies. 
Does that make sense, Jay? Yeah, it's kind of making sense. I just find it's really, because really I think, uh, Well, I think part of it is you guys have to establish, it's almost like anything in a pecking order kind of thing. You've got to establish, you know, you have a lot of feminine energy. And like Bruce was saying, are you going to find a female that has more masculine energy that's going to bring the harmony and the uh, the balance into your relationship? And then really finding out what each of your expectations are and letting each other fulfill what you're supposed to be doing. Because I agree with Bruce. I've seen a lot of relationships break down when the man isn't also being honored with his gifts and what he can do and bring to the table. And like one of our earlier callers said, she goes, well, I'm just used to taking over and getting everything done. And that knocks him right off of his game. Then he really cannot be the man he's supposed to be in the relationship. And that makes a difference when we're not being honored or respected or loved for, you know, who we are and what we're also bringing to the relationship. So that's really important. So I think finding that balance, Jay, is what's going to work there. And i got to tell you, i got to move on. i got to move on. We're going to try to get another caller or two in here. Okay. Great hearing for you, Jay. Thank you very much. All right. Love you, too. God bless. All right, bye. God bless. I, I want you guys to remember, Jay is an amazing man. He's um shaman. He makes amazing drums, drumming classes, building your drums. Uh, so hopefully we can actually get Jay back on the show at some point. Um, great honor to Jay. He's a wonderful man. All right, let's see who we have. You know, Bruce, I can hardly stand it. Um, we're almost out of time. I just want to let you know that uh, this hour has flown by. So before we close the show, um, I want to thank you for coming coming to the show and uh, being with us and sharing all of your great knowledge and wisdom. And um, I don't know if there's a way that uh, people can, uh, if they need to contact you, is there anything that people should do, or, or would you be willing to come on our show at a later time? I will come on the show at a later time and talk about uh, that as far as contacting me or uh, possibly Beautiful. getting hold of one of my books if they want to do that. But it, I'll probably have it done through you, and you and I need to talk about it in between time I, before I'm on the next show. I would love that, Bruce. So uh, big hugs out to you. I also want to tell people that if you need to call me for a more in-depth psychic reading, uh, please reach me at area code 219-940-9292. Again, that number is 219-940-9292, and also check me out at coffeepsychic.com. I want you guys to remember, remember we've been talking with the love expert. This is uh, Bruce Hart, the love expert. We'll have Bruce on again at a later time. We are going to take one more call, you guys, right now. Um, so, again, please call back next week for any of the callers that could not get in tonight. Um, and we will be having Master Astrologer Dave Gunning on next week. Uh, right here at uh, that uh, second connection. Excuse me. I don't know why I lost myself there. <laughs> Hello, caller. Who is this? And where are you calling from? Hello. Yes. Hi. Who is this? Jorianne. This is Sasha. Sasha, how are you? Good. How are you? I <laughs> I actually called in to give you some feedback. Um, a couple, well, it's been a few months now, but you advised me. Um, I asked a question before I got a reading. I actually got a full reading from you. 
But before I got the actual reading, you had told me um, to start. You didn't know why, but you told me to start praying to Mother Mary. I have to tell you, I started praying to Mother Mary. Obviously, I couldn't understand because I'm I go to a non-denominational church, but I started praying to her, and my mom was actually in a rollover car accident uh, last week, and. The lady that she works with, her husband gave her a Mother Mary emblem to go in her car. And she's like, I don't understand. I don't want to put it in my car. Well, the week before, she put it in her car. And when my mom got into the accident, she didn't know why. The lady didn't know why she took pictures of the accident. She didn't know who it was. But there is a Mother Mary emblem over my mom's car. In the, when she in got the into air? the accident. In the picture, in like thin air. Um, I wouldn't. Yes. I don't know if it was. I think it was more in her car, but it was still in the picture. And when it was in the picture, it landed over her car. Oh my God! Well, I'd love to see that picture. <laughs> can you can you send that to me at Jorianne One at AOL dot com? I definitely will send that to you. Um, I didn't really have a question. But, I just really wanted to give you that feedback because. When my mom told me that, it just gave me the goosebumps, and I was just like, oh, my goodness. Sasha, I'm going to tell you something. I there, I mean, I love Mother Mary so much, and I was raised a Catholic, and I never had a relationship with her until I was older in life. And she actually right. appeared at one of my stances hovering over my table. And so I've got a great honor uh, with uh, Mother Mary right now, but I had one woman who was Baptist or something. I said, you got to pray to Mother Mary. you got to pray to Mother Mary. And she goes, I'm Baptist. She goes, we don't believe in Mother Mary. I said, well, today's the day. Right. I said, you start believing in her. I said, did I tell you the story about? I think I so. You? Yeah, about her about get her that rosary, grandson. and then she had to pray over her babies, right? Her grandchildren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, miracle! I was in shock when she sent me that picture. I was like, I was like, Mom, she she told me to pray, and I did. <laughs> I was just really excited about it. Um, Thank you for listening. You, no problem. And I was just, thank you. That's all I have to say. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're so welcome. Thank you for the amazing feedback. And God bless you. And I'm so glad your mom's okay, honey. And thank God and thank God and thank Mother Mary. Yes, thank you. Thank you. We have a great day, honey. And we'll talk to you soon again, okay? You too. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, what a great story to end on, everybody. Uh, Bruce, I want to say thank you once again. I will talk to you soon. Um, thank you for joining us tonight. I look forward to having you join us back again. And I want to say good night to everybody here at um, at Blog Talk Radio. This is Jory and the Coffee Psychic, your psychic connection. And God bless you all. We love you all. And we'll talk to you right here next week. Uh, this is Jory Ann. Good night, everybody. <laughs>